Retropod is sponsored by T. Rowe Price. Are you looking to learn a thing or two about getting your finances in order, saving, and investing? Check out The Confident Wallet, a personal finance podcast series by T. Rowe Price and the Washington Post Brand Studio. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, history lovers. I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. With the holiday season upon us, we're taking a little break. So for the next few days, we're replaying some of our favorite episodes from 2018. We'll be back after the new year with more fascinating and fun discoveries from the past. Happy holidays. Now, on with the show. Today's episode is a special one. That's because we are recording this at the National Book Festival in Washington, D.C., where I just hosted a trivia hour for kids. The winner got a very cool prize. She gets to be the co-host of this episode. So let me introduce you to our winner. Hi, I'm Maddie. And Maddie, what grade are you in? I'm in third grade. And let's give a shout out to your school. What school do you go to? I go to Oni Elementary. Okay. Since we're at the National Book Festival, one of the biggest celebrations of books in the world, and I have Maddie with me, I thought it would be cool if we look back at the book librarians and teachers regularly rank as the best children's book ever. So, what is it? Charlotte's Web. That's right, Charlotte's Web by E.B. White, published way before Maddie's time in 1952. I loved this book growing up, the funny and inspiring and sad story of Charlotte the Spider and her friendship with a lonely pig named Wilbur. I think about Charlotte a lot. It's hard not to if you've read the book, but I've always wondered how White came up with her character. That's what we'll explore today. So I'm going to let Maddie tell you a little bit about E.B. White. In the 1920s, E.B. White was a famous writer for the New Yorker magazine. His nickname was Andy. He wrote beautiful essays about life and current events that are still read and admired today. He lived in New York with his wife, Catherine. She also worked for the New Yorker, but New York wasn't for him. That's right. White was a loner. He was so shy that when visitors came to the New Yorker offices, he would actually hide on the fire escape. Wow. So in the 1930s, to get away from it all, the Whites moved to a saltwater farm in Maine. Andy loved the rural life. He especially loved being surrounded by so many creatures that weren't people. One of his most famous essays, titled The Death of a Pig, is about taking care of an ailing pig and how crushing it was. He also really, really liked spiders. Maddie, do you like spiders? No. Well, Andy was fascinated by them. He once even wrote a poem about them for his wife. Romantic? Mm, Not so much. Anyway, according to a writer named Michael Sims, who wrote a book called The Story of Charlotte's Web, Andy got the idea for writing a children's book starring a spider one day when he was working in his barn. He saw a brown spider in the barn. The spider was very busy spinning a web. Every day, Andy would check the progress of the web. He was very interested 
by how hard the spider worked. He even got a ladder to take a closer look, and he saw she was making an egg sack for her little baby spiders. But the next day, when he came back, the spider was gone. If you use your imagination, you can probably guess what happened. But the egg sack was still there, and he wanted the spider babies to have a chance at life. The problem was that he had to go to New York City for work. So you will never believe this, but he gently removed the sack and brought it with him in a candy box. Wow! Sims wrote that the tiny spiders then came to life in the apartment. And the crazy thing is they started to string webs on his things, on his hairbrush, nail clippers, and the mirror. But as much as Andy loves spiders, he didn't know enough about them to make their lives really believable in a book. So he did what Maddie will no doubt do when she has a science project or book report in school. What's that? Research. Andy brought lots of spider books. He talked to spider experts. He researched spiders for more than a year before he began writing the book. You hear that, children at Olney Elementary School? Do your research. And that's the story how one of the most unforgettable characters in literature came to be. So why don't we end this way, with Maddie reading a tiny bit about dear old Charlotte from the book, the scene where she and Wilbur meet. Silly Wilbur can hear her, but he has trouble spotting her. She was about the size of a gumdrop. She had eight legs, and she was waving one of them at Wilbur in a friendly greeting. See me now? she asked. Oh, yes, indeed, said Wilbur. Yes, indeed. How are you? Good morning. Salutations. Very pleased to meet you. What is your name, please? May I have your name? My name, said the spider, is Charlotte. I'm Mike Rosenwald. And I'm Madeline Daly. Thanks for listening. And for more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.